of Gotham, a new villain emerges. You didn't invite me, so I crashed! From the rooftops of Gotham, the perfect enemy comes to life. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Back to Better People. This is episode 220. I'm Mark. He's Mike. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah, I'll we, see that. We just decided what we're doing for next week, and I'm excited yeah. about it. He's looking forward to it. So. I also said this is advice for general people. We'll get into that. But it's also <laughs> a guide to sequel and remakes. There might be some advice sprinkled throughout. Probably yeah. a little, maybe no. I don't know. Well, I, you know, we'll see. I, 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 I feel I'm like always offer I'm always advice. giving advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, not like, hey, I'm going to advise you on this. But just talking, I feel like if you really listen to the words between the words... You realize? I'm giving you a little advice. Yeah. Read between the lines. Oh, I was, uh... And one thing I wanted to, you know, because it happened. It's in, it's in the Zeitgeist. And, uh, you know, outside of talking about movies, we, we talk sports a lot. And uh, did, did you see the Bryce Harper baseball brawl? Yeah. What is your opinions on fights in baseball? Um, I like a good mound charge. I, I me too. Okay, so... Go when I'm going. Those like, oh, so what if someone gets hurt? You're professionals. Exactly, they play a child's game. We'll swing each other. It hardly happens. Yeah, it's maybe we got what four or five bench clears a year. So anybody who hasn't seen it, go YouTube it. Um, he fought a Giants pitcher, right? Yep, Hunt- Hunter. Something. So okay, so when you're looking it up, and this is how I found it, Bryce Harper fight. He's the star of the fight. I didn't have to find it. It found me. It was, it was just by getting on the internet. Yeah. Um, his helmet toss when he charges the mound. Anybody who's seen this, the pitcher is at 12 o'clock, let's say. He's charging the pitcher. He grabs his helmet. He's going to throw his helmet. And that helmet goes about 2 o'clock. I'd say it goes just more like 3 o'clock. Bad throw in the heat of the moment. Or distraction using his helmet. <laughs> That's a good... Because um, it went so, so far into right field. So the first time I watched this, I didn't pay attention to baseball at all this weekend. I don't have ESPN anymore. Otherwise, I would have saw it a million times on Monday. Yeah. So I saw... Oh, fight. Cool. I want to watch this. Like on Yahoo or ESPN yeah. or something. Dot com. Push play. He does the awkward helmet throw. Before I watch the rest, I just pause it and go back to the beginning because I wasn't sure what I saw. You, your mind was playing tricks on you. Yeah. Because you definitely saw him load up to throw his helmet. I mean, I was like, this is a professional baseball player. Yeah. One of the best in the game. That was not a good throw. No. So. I, so, I don't. I they, don't think it was a distraction. They need to do the. Uh, <laughs> hey, look over here. Transpo- like, put him side by side. Bryce Harper throwing his batting helmet and 50 Cent throwing out the ceremonial first pitch <laughs> oh, for the New York Mets. I do remember that one. That one was pretty bad. And then maybe, you know how they do like um, stat cast on home runs? So it's like, oh, that home run left at 119 miles per hour at a 38 degree angle. I'd like to see like the the angle of each, each throw and how far off it was from its intended target. Yeah, that'd be good. Because, so he throws it and the guy like... Tower, like, you know, goes to defend himself, but turns his body. Like, he's no longer in defensive position. Uh, he recovers very quickly, though, because he definitely lands the first punch. He, he hits him good. Yeah. He does, move, you know, he does move both arms, kind of go to protect his face body, and then, like, his, his leg comes up to kind of, like, protect his groin. Yeah, it's cry move. Cry move. Yeah. Probably something like a yellow belt. And then once he sees that the helmet is going to right field, immediately he's ready to swing and catches Bryce Harper, like, right on, right in the jaw coming in. And then somebody from one of the benches, I, you can't just part of the video where they're fighting, they're fighting, everybody's coming in to go, come in, and some guy just bull rushes everybody? I think. And, they, and he collides with someone, right? Collides, yeah. And yeah, that was, that was Mike Morse and another Giants player. They, Colliding with a Giants player. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought was happening. And now Mike Morse is going to miss more games due to the concussion protocol than either of those guys are from their suspensions. Oh, they hit heads? Uh, he he got a concussion doing that. I watched that a few times. I was trying to figure out who that was because I was like, "That's the giant side. I mean, that's their bench." Yeah. But he 
I feel like that was... Uh, and he ran into his own te- one of his own teammates. Yeah, very hard. Yes. It's like, he was coming in there to do something. He's going to fuck some shit up. Oh, Mike Morris. What could have been? And, I mean, I don't, I don't want to break down this brawl too much. Mm-hmm. We've already done it too much. But yeah. it is apparent Bryce Harper never learned how to throw a punch growing up. Yes. He does, like, this weird knuckle scrape yeah. thing. I, I get that with... Uh, that's all right. It may, it may, and you know what? You don't need to fight sense. when you're a kid. That's when fine. When someone's just like, hey, can you believe it? Bryce Harper's never been in a fight. I was like, you know, I actually do believe it. Yeah. agree with that. Yep. Oh, you mean the guy whose dad took him out of high school so he can get a jump start on playing junior uh, college junior baseball? College baseball, yeah. The guy who's been on traveling baseball team since he was five years old has never been, never been challenged and punched? Yeah, I buy that. Born and bred and natural talent. For baseball. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to blow your mind. I absolutely believe he has never yeah. thrown a punch before. Peyton Manning, son of Archie Manning, I bet he's never been in a fight. I bet not. I bet I bet he's just I, got his what? entire Actually, life. Actually, I bet he has. I bet him and his brothers have uh, a lot of fights. Him and Eli? Brothers fight, man. And the brothers throw punches. It's a lot of... I imagine there fights a lot of like uh, sitcom fighting, where it's like just like kind of like <laughs> one's got the hug, headlock. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of hugging, kind of just like jostling to the ground. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how I imagine the uh, Eli and uh, Pay- Peyton <laughs> tussled. And then the oldest brother just comes and knocks both their heads together. Yep, like Three Stooges style. <laughs> and like, damn it, but whoever the third brother is, you don't even play quarterback. What are you doing? <laughs> Then Archie comes in and slaps him because he's embarrassed by Cooper Manning. Just slaps him in the face because he's not a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, that was an entertaining little video to watch. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just yeah, I, I it was it was I'm cool it was the him. helmet thing. I was just like, he's a professional baseball player with a great arm. Bryce Harper has a has a great arm. Have you ever seen like cut a guy down at home? He. <laughs> That was bad. Maybe that's why you don't play baseball. But, you know, it's hot. Yeah. His hands are... No, not an excuse. He had bad gloves on. Uh, Covered in pine tar. I mean, it just got away from him. <laughs> just got away from him, you know? Yeah. You know, this is where, you know, anybody who says baseball should be played with more emotion, this is what would happen. Guys would just be missing cutoff mans all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it was clear to me, too, that that pitcher beamed him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then you go into the like, whole... Uh, well, he hit a home run off him three years ago and showed him up. That's why he beamed him. Yeah, I like that though. <laughs> he hit a home run and he just goes, "Oh, I'm gonna remember you." <laughs> I don't know what it's gonna. I don't know because he's a relief pitcher. It's not, he's not always gonna have to get, get to face Bryce Harper. So he's just he's just locked it away. He's just brooding in the bullpen for seasons. Like next time I face Harper, I like is he he, uh, he has the checklist. Like um, you know what they say, pitchers never forget. No, <laughs> that's the same. That's the same. Pitchers never forget. They will always. You someone on your, like someone's you being one of their guys, yeah. they're gonna be in one of your guys. Yeah. Kind of like weird. an elephant. Because like elephants never forget. Offensive players, you hear like they're supposed to flush it right away. Cause you know, you're gonna strike out so many times, it's like, you know, just yeah. forget what happened. Bryce Harper probably forgot he hit home off the guy. You said so many, he's <laughs> like, I don't I don't know who this guy I is. I've never heard of him. Are you Madison Bumgard? He's up the back, he's like, Man, I, I haven't seen any film on this guy. Yeah. He probably was looking at Phil. He gets the book. He's like, who's pitching? Hunter Stagregarder. I don't know. Something like that, right? It's S. Hunter Strickland? Strickland, that's it. Strickland? It may not even be Hunter. Declund. Hunter Declund. Hunter Decklund. Stricker Decklund. <laughs> he, uh, he's like, who's pitching? Stricker Decklund. What's he throw? Baseball's over the plate. You're the best baseball player in the National League. Just go up there and swing away. He's like, okay, cool. But yeah, I don't even watch. Thanks, football. coach. Yeah, got it. And then he's just steamy. <laughs> Bryce probably comes up there. Hey, hey, how's it going, Buster? Umpire? Good day to play some baseball, huh? And just looks. The guy's just intensely just steam coming from his nose. Was that the first pitch of the at-bat? I think it was. Yeah, hit him right, right, right in the hip pocket. <laughs> yeah, I just sent it right at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, Hell of aim on that. If he had as good as aim. Oh, yeah. So people as he did to like the glove. I'd be a fucking Hall of Famer, probably. Cyan definitely, one. definitely closer instead definitely of closer. Uh, middle relief. <laughs> yeah, and I like think he's in the bullpen like Steve Buscemi and uh, Billy Masson. He's got his list of guys, and then like when a guy becomes his teammate, and it, you know, 
goes up to him, like Hunter Pence, and just like, hey, man, just want to let you know, four years ago, I hit a home run off you, and I kind of tried around the bases, just want to let you know, sorry about that. And then Hunter Strickland's like, oh, hey, don't even worry about it. And then crosses off Hunter Pence, like, he's cool now. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Harper, though, circles, circles in. in red. Yeah. I like that, how many times has he faced the Nationals, like, this is it. This is the time. And then it just never got called up. Like, I hope he's got Bryce Harper's face on a dartboard in the clubhouse. <laughs> he just Why throws... are you throwing darts at, Har- at Harper's face? You know. No, we don't. <laughs> I like to think he has uh, his just a picture of Bryce Harper's hip. Because <laughs> he's no headhunter. Like, look, he, yeah, he held a grudge for three years, but he's not going to go up there and throw a fastball at the guy's head. So it's just a picture of his hip on a, on a board that he just throws at the guy. At his back pocket. Like, why do you have... Why do you have... Is that Bryce Harper's butt on the <laughs> dartboard? <laughs> I was like, I know it's Bryce Harper, but yeah. It, back to this. Good eye. I used to pitch. Never thrown at anyone before. Yeah. And yeah, well, unless you can't slow pitch softball. <laughs> then I did. You throw it at... You th- yeah. Yeah. And I don't think... I never purposely threw at a guy. Yeah. I think... I mean... I've hit plenty of guys, but... I've... I've never, and I played, you know, in the same, like, in your high school, you played on the same team, and you, so you see the same guys, because they're playing for their high school, I don't remember anybody, if I do, I mean, so, you have to remember somebody, and then that guy has to have wronged you in the past, otherwise, like, why are you at him? I, I don't ever remember a conversation where, like, we were getting pitched inside, and the coach was like, hey, you know what, stick up for your teammate. Beam this next guy <laughs> coming in. Like, I guess that, that conversation has never happened. And at that age, too, no one's that good. Yeah, no one's that good. To, no one has the Bryce Harper butt on the thing that they're purposely throwing at. They're pitching us inside. No coach, they're just not that good. Yeah. <laughs> they're 14. Oh, I feel like most of you get pitched away because they're afraid to hit you. <laughs> yeah. They're 14. They can't place a ball like that. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, Someone who's not afraid to hit somebody. We are continuing our Batman series. This week, Mike and I watched Batman Returns. The 1992 Tim Burton follow-up to Batman. The Bat Saga. Yeah. Is it a saga? Nah, probably not. How many do you need for a saga? Well, I think you need a certain amount, and then they don't have to be like continuous arc. Nah, probably not a saga. Is... Christopher Nolan's trilogy, and I know it's called a trilogy, so that's not a saga. Is Harry Potter a saga? I think Harry Potter's a saga. That'd be a saga because it's like eight movies, but it's all the same. Seven books, eight movies, something like that? Yeah. I'd say that's a saga. That's a saga. I don't know, like, Lord of the Rings is three books, isn't that a saga? But it's called the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Can a trilogy be a saga? I don't think it's called a trilogy, it's just called Lord of the, Lord of the Rings, and it has sub, sub subtitles. Lord of the Rings. But we all contribute to as a Lord of the Rings. Fellowship of the Ring. Lord of the Rings. King Returns. It's kind of like, um... Yeah, it's just like uh, one giant book. Like I said, be a saga. Broken into subsets. Because the Dark Knight trilogy... It is a saga. You know why? The book Lonesome Dove is a saga. It's one book. That's a saga. It's a saga. Okay. Alright, so Saga says it's like, that's that's like epic. A, or? Actually, that's got a few books, extra books. That follow it up? Yeah. I'm gonna, let's I just, don't know. Let, let's, let's consult Webster. Saga. Not to be confused with Sega. Saga. There's a Saga comic book series. I just, I want the definition. Definition. Yeah, I've actually been wanting to read that comic book series. A long story. Of heroic achievement. Oh. I'd say Christopher Nolan's qualifies then. Then, yeah. That's a long story. And he achieves a lot. I'd say Tim Burton. Just about one or two movies short of a saga. Ooh, if he would have done Forever. Could if he would have done Forever. Saga? Or, or done a, a true Batman 3 with Keaton. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully my mic is not picking up. Somebody's getting scolded outside. People talking, how dare them. Ah, I got the red light on. That means record. <laughs> it says record. We're live. 
Well, Tim Burton did do uh, this one, at least. Yeah. So he, they do bring him back three years after the success of Batman. Come back. So this one was 92? 92. Um, so normally I'll kind of recap the first one, but if you want our uh, a good in-depth review of Batman, check out the DBTG archives on DBTG Podcast. Check out the Batman episode. We go through the whole shabam there. You don't even have to go that far back. No, it's like three episodes ago yeah. we did it. Uh, so Return comes in. It's uh, same runtime, two hours, six minutes. Michael Keaton's back. This time he's paired with Dane DeVito as the Penguin, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, Christopher Walken, Michael Goh, and Pat Hinkle. Don't know the last two. Uh, like who they played? Yeah. Me neither. Hinkle, was Hinkle Kim and Sher Gordon? One of them has to be Alfred, I assume. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah, maybe the other one's Commissioner Gordon. Maybe one of them's Chip. Yeah. Chip, be, uh, Chip, Chip, Chip Shrek. Shrek. Uh, no Billy D. Williams in this one. No. Bum me out. So, um, Tim Burton originally, and this is all reading off the Wikipedia, so take it as gospel. Uh, Tim Burton originally didn't want to come back to do this. Uh, he wanted to be one and done, huh? One and done, and then they're like, hey, this is a huge success. Come back to the return, to do returns. And he wanted more creative uh, freedom. And so he actually rewrote the script, and then that script went to another writer, and they actually removed big plots include, with Billy D. Williams, uh, with uh, or Harvey Dent and uh, Robin were taken out of the script. Hmm. So I, I think Tim Burton, he was, he was swinging for Saga. He's like, oh, I'm bringing in. You want me back for one more, or you want me back for five? Yeah, Harvey Dent's going to be in this, and he's going to get a bigger role. Robin, we're introducing him. We got the Catwoman, we got Penguin, we got Christopher Walken. He's doing weird stuff. Doing what he does. Yeah. Um, Crazy I'm, hair. I'm looking up who it. Yeah. He can be Dracula, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> His hair is so wacky. Uh, okay, so we got Keaton. He plays Bruce Wayne. His Way. skill is distracting in returns. Yeah. Michael Goh is Alfred Pennyworth, and Michael Hinkle? Pat Hinkle. Pat Hinkle. Is Commissioner James Gordon. Okay. Nailed it, yeah. So, we got those. So, uh, this movie finds Keaton's Batman. He's back. He's still defending Gotham. Uh, this time, instead of the Joker, he is battling the Penguin and corporate corruption. And the Catwoman, who, you know, much like the Catwoman does, I'm sure, in comic books, uh, she kind of straddles the, the fence of good and evil. Yeah. So, yeah. She's in yeah. a gray area. Uh, watching this... When was the last time you saw it? Oh, jeez. Uh, 20 years ago. It's, it's definitely one... Now, I don't feel like... Even though I found this on cable for this time, I don't feel like this is one that, like, popped up a lot when I was, like, in middle... Or, like, high school. Like, mm. that would just show up on cable. Um, yeah, and I've never really, um, sought it out. I'm not sure the last time I watched it. It seemed fresh to me, so it's been a while. Yeah, very fresh. Uh, I, I knew the gist of it, but there was a lot of stuff... I felt like I was seeing it for the first time. Like I was like, oh, I don't, I don't remember this part. It's right, true. I do too. Yeah. Uh, the first part that kind of stuck out to me was uh, Tim Burton. Is like when you you know you're watching a Tim Burton film, his set pieces are like crazy to me. Like they're really good looking, but just like watching Edward Scissorhands, watching this, watching uh, I don't know Beetlejuice. Like he just has these crazy weird set pieces. Yeah, I dig it because I have no idea. What time this is set in? Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, it's just and like Gotham just looks crazy. It's very and very uh, comic booky. Like the set, for instance, the opening scene and even later, those two statue things of the guys with the hammers. Yes, yeah. very Tim Burton. Yeah, uh, the zoo was like crazy looking. Yeah, uh, yeah. <sighs> even like even like a department store, like uh, Shrek's department store, just like. The logos and like the things that were just around. I was like, this guy's this guy's a little bananas. Yeah, yeah. But I like it. I did too. At first, I, I when I was watching it, my, my first thought was like, man, what a just the first ten minutes. I was like, what a dark movie this is. It's extremely dark. Yeah. Um. Not, man. It's just so much more adult. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's so dark. There's a lot of sexual innuendo. A lot, that yes. Just took me aback. I, I that whole 
thing where with the penguin running for mayor, uh, there are going to be little spoilers that about the big plot. Uh, penguin runs for mayor. Yeah, he he, he was. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember as. I don't. I didn't remember that either. I don't remember him being like this weird sex fiend villain. Right. Um, Catwoman was along yep. the same lines. Like, yes. I remember her being like. I remember being sexy, sexy because yeah. it's Michelle Pfeiffer. She's just naturally sexy. Yeah. But like, I, I thought there was like, oh yeah, like she was like flirty kind of. No, like she was very like on the nose with some of these like sexual innuendo yeah. and everything. Yeah. And Penguin as well. Uh, it did uh, yeah, just him running running for mayor and then just like blatantly like sexually harassing reporters <laughs> and interns and stuff. I thought man, they could be president. <laughs> He just shoots a guy right, right, right in Times Square. Didn't lose a vote. <laughs> yeah, that whole part, I was like, "Oh, I, this is not for children." Like the beginning of it with, uh, I guess, a deformed baby and, and the actions that stem from that. I was like, "That's fucked up." Yeah, I was sad. I was like, "That's a messed up thing to happen." Um, once we get into that first big attack. Then I thought how it was kind of, and I don't mean this insulting or bad, because I, I, I enjoy, I'll just say I enjoyed the movie, but it's very, I guess, cheesy was like the word I kind of thought, but, because I couldn't think of any other word, but like, corny, like even corny is insulting, like I don't mean it to be like, bad, it was just. I'd say like, uh, if I were to go, I'd be like outlandish. Outland, yeah, that's a good one. But, but, purposefully. Mm. Whereas, like, I don't like to say cheesy because cheesy comes off as like it was so stupid. But yeah, they didn't mean it to be. But yeah, I'd say purposely outlandish, very like comic book. Yeah, like the villains, like those guys coming in on motorcycles with the big skull heads, or love those guys. There's just uh, love the circus. Yeah, there's just guys on 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 tall man stilts who are causing havoc. <laughs> but Batman had a perfect weapon for it. Yeah, it's a good thing his Batmobile came with the uh, things that just popped we, out. And we got some him. really cool Batmobile stuff in this one. Yes. Um, way more than the first. Yeah. We had a Bat Boat. You get a Bat Boat for the sewers. Or maybe it's a Bat Hydroplane. Oh, yeah. we don't. Yeah, maybe it goes on. Uh, so, Batman, we had a Batmobile and a Bat... The Bat Plane? Bat Wing? Yeah, Bat Wing. So, this one we get... Bat Boat. Man, I can only think if Tim Burton did a third one, oh. what would that second vehicle be? Does um, whoever did uh, three uh, forever? Maybe he pulls out some some. Uh, that's a that's a Schumacher. So that Schumacher did. I think Burton produced it. Yeah, yeah, he does get producing credits for forever. So probably didn't do anything on it. But. Yeah, but does uh, yeah does get some cool vehicles? Yeah, I, I I didn't want to say cheesy or corny. I guess outlandish and like. Just wild, like it's definitely not set in reality, like, right? Comic book, the, the 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 circus freaks who who are thugs. Uh, <laughs> but the reason it I it I want to stay away from cheesy is because the movie itself isn't cheesy, and I think it's because the actors uh, don't give cheesy performances. No, they're good. Everybody's great. In this. Good, like yeah. just Christopher Walken, Dan DeVito, like every everybody in the movie is really good. Yeah, and so I them playing it straight, I guess. It's such an outlandish world, it just works. Yeah. You have these crazy set pieces, you have these outlandish, um, comic-y villains and attacks and stuff, uh, but then you just have really good actors pull it off, and it makes the movie a million times better. It, it, I don't know if I mentioned, 80% on Rotten Tomato with the critics, higher than Batman. I, I, I liked it better than Batman. I did too, yeah. I, um, I watched it, and I'm like, yep, this is better. It, more stuff was happening. It was, more hand to hand combat. Yes, I, I thought you'd appreciate that. <laughs> Batman doing some stuff. Yeah, does some cool hand to hand combat. Yeah, does a, you know a lot of standing one place fighting, but you know he can throw hands. Yeah, he, he probably did, does some uh, judo, a lot of judo tosses. And I don't want to spoil too much on a thirty year old movie. <laughs> yeah, but at one point he literally blows a guy up. Yes. Like, there's no way that guy's arrived. I, uh, I wrote... <laughs> so there is a scene. Uh, in, in, I feel like in all Batman movies, except for Bad Affleck, Batman has this moral code. 
He does not kill. That's his role, and it's very it's it's well stated in the Nolan trilogies. But I feel like Batman. He's a good. He's 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 a do gooder. Yeah. And uh, at one point, he's trying to reason with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and she says, uh, "The law doesn't apply to people like him or us." And his answer is wrong on both accounts. <laughs> and in my mind. Earlier, Batman, you lit a man on fire. Yep. And then strapped a cartoon bomb to a guy and threw him in a manhole. manhole. That guy exploded. There is cherry pie all over the wall in that that sewer. You you definitely killed people. Yeah. People died. Have you ever seen, um, it was a, I think it was a a funnier die or college humor thing. Uh, I think it was just called Batman, but it was uh, this comedian Pete Holmes doing Batman. Oh, Pete Pete Holmes from Crashing. Have you you ever seen those? Mm -hmm. And there's a I've seen Crashing, but I don't know okay, what so he, stuff. he does a Batman YouTube thing, and it's very, like, Nolan-y Batman. Uh, so you're just doing the voice, uh, but Batman's very dominant, and, uh, you know, he captures the Penguin, and the Penguin's like, you know, you just kill me, Batman. And he's like, I only have one rule. I don't kill people. And then, like, a guy comes in, and, like, startles him with a machine gun, and he throws a batarang, and, like, sticks in the guy's face, <laughs> and he slumps over. He's like, what do you think you're doing to all these people? They go to sleep. <laughs> and then they go to jail. <laughs> and, and it turns out like, oh, you, you don't understand the concept of death. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Batman, yeah, you definitely, you purposely turned your car around and turned on those, those afterburners. Afterburners. Yeah. Flamed Lit, him. Little man on fire and then offered no help. Dude, wasn't that cool, that, that car turnaround deal? <laughs> it, it seems like it's adding a lot of extra weight to the car. <laughs> To have it just do that one feature, uh, I think he gets it right in later Batman's, where I definitely feel like he's gone on a platform that turns him around, <laughs> as opposed to having the car do it. But it was cool, like yeah, sweet get move. yourself in a tight space and you, just your platform's not going to be everywhere out on Gotham. Right, that is, yeah, no, no, no need to do a three point U turn. <laughs> just hit the button, flip around, turn it around, the old flip ski. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. So, uh, yeah. So, and the next thing I wrote is just how dark the story was. It was very, yeah, very, very adulty. Actually, what I found out was that the re- one of the reasons Warner Brothers changed direction. So it was actually Warner Brothers. I think it was mutual. From what I heard with Tim Burton, is that they wanted to make Batman Forever more family friendly, and it was like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, Burton, your 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 stuff's weird. Yeah, yeah. Returns was dark. Yeah, if, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna watch forever. I haven't seen that one in probably about the same amount of time yeah. as this. But I saw that when I was a kid. I do remember. I mean, I guess I just see green because the Riddler's in it. So yeah. like, there's a lot of more color in it. Yeah, not only physically, but well, just compare uh, um, you know, like the Riddler, but also uh, Two Face and how he looked. You know, uh, Tommy Lee Jones' Two Face to like the Penguin who. I just the whole time I was like, "This guy's gross, man." When he, that scene where he's eating that raw fish, yeah, was, at, at his surprise party or whatever, Mr. Devito, were you actually eating that raw fish? I like to think I like to think Dave Devito's a method actor. I think he was eating that raw. I fish. I think he was eating a raw fish. That was grossing me out. I think he legit bit that man's nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like just his like his weird body that they had him in a lot. Yeah, he had a like, weird suit bodysuit. Yeah. Uh, the nose, the hands, the teeth, the hair. Everything about him was just gross. I was like... Black drool all the yeah, time. They, they definitely grossed him up. Where I was like, yeah, I don't remember as a child. I definitely saw it as a child. I don't remember as a child. I probably blocked out my memory because the penguin was terrifying. Terrifying. Absolutely scary. That was awesome, though. Yeah. That was cool. So, uh, yeah. I don't want to... That's pretty much all you need to know for the setup. Batman, battling the penguins running from there. Batman has to thwart it along the way. Catwoman's there. She's got her own shit to deal with. Yeah, well, um, how, how did she come back? Was it cat magic? What the hell was that about? Okay, so I did, I... I mean, I don't know the origin story of Catwoman. I did some research on this. Are we going to watch the Halle Berry cat ma- Catwoman as part of the series? Uh, I think we have to. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did some research because I was a little confused too. Um, she, and what people are saying on the internet, she survived the fall. Okay. She did not die. So, I think she was just very lucky. Okay. I'm more 
the thing I'm more confused is where did she learn to do backflips so easily? I That's get, why I didn't know if she was infused with some sort of cat, cat magic. Magic, or yeah. She falls, presumably to her death. She lives, has a weird like something psychologically was wrong with her, um, because she's having some weird personality thing. Doesn't know what she wants, as she states. But then just like knows how to like do backflips and stuff. Yeah. So maybe and use a whip. Maybe cat- like maybe better than Indiana Jones. Oh, definitely. There's a scene where she's in her department store taking off mannequin heads, and that's some impressive whip. That's work. some amazing whip work. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have an explanation for that, but because uh, I was looking like, wait, did the cats bring her back to life? Yeah, I, I was trying to figure that out. From whatever it was saying, no, she just survived the fall. That's and cool. It's, it was inspired. And inspired by, by, the, by cats. the cats. Yeah. All right, all right, I'll buy it. Um, so along with that, so uh, one thing I, I liked about this movie, among many things, but I liked the plot and how silly the plot was, but it remind like, it's straight from a comic book. Uh, now, and, you know, this is going to be a generalization, but like, I think about, like, all those Avenger movies, or, you know, we just did Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's like, so what's the plot of those movies? Uh, this guy wants to get this thing so he can take over the universe and like just control the universe and be the boss of the universe. And it's like, and that I feel like it's the plot for every single like Avenger movie, yeah. Except for the ones where like the guy wants revenge because Tony Stark bought him out of business during the Cold War, which was Iron Man two. Uh, but everything else is just like, no, nah, this guy he just wants to be in charge of everything and just you know, he's a bad guy. He wants evil. Mm-hmm. He just wants to own everything. I like that. Uh, in order to accomplish that in Batman, the Penguin was running for mayor yeah, of yeah. the city. And one of the big plot points was someone wanted a monopoly on the power supply to Gotham. <laughs> like, that's just... Oh, that's, that's, that, that's Saturday morning, like, Cobra Commander... That's, that's Cobra Commander evil. Yeah. That's... Well, what are we going to do? Kill the bat, destroy the city, or we profit... We get a we build a giant's machine that takes in power, and then we sell it back to him at a higher rate. Do some political maneuvering yes. to help achieve this goal. High level political maneuvering. Not only oh, they have uh, run a campaign for the penguin. Yeah. They got to oust the, the the current mayor. He had to oust the mayor. Then he backed the penguin. There's still a good chance the penguin would have won. They never got into like. Voter fraud, or like, don't worry, we're gonna. Like, he was never like, don't worry, it's a fix, we're gonna make sure you become mayor. He's like, no, we're gonna win you over, yeah. we're gonna win the people over with you. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna oust the mayor by sabotage, but for you, we're gonna run a clean campaign. Yep. And yeah. straight, Just honest win. Honest win for the penguin. <laughs> he was good. Yeah, so I did enjoy just how. Uh, and maybe that's why I enjoyed it more than uh, the first Batman. Two hours, six minutes, and the whole time just watching, like, this is silly, but it's it's delightful. And there was no everything about it's just funny. No slow points yeah. either. Just constant, good pacing. Yeah, yeah, good good pacing. Not, nothing really, really, really dragged at all. And there's even some great interactions with Alfred in this one. Yeah, Alf, Alfred got to do a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all in all, so, Batman Returns, did we need it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we needed it. I'm gonna say, we absolutely needed, we needed it, a comic book movie does lend itself to sequels, because comic books are just always a continuation, like, Captain America's always gonna be a dude, Batman's always gonna be a dude, but we also needed it, because I think that this movie improved on the first, and so if you can bust out a sequel that's like, hey, the first one was great, and here's part two, and we, and we fixed a bunch of stuff, then, um, so yeah, we need that. Yeah. I would say, if I go back, and I'm like, oh man, I really feel like a Tim Burton Batman movie, I think now, I'm gonna grab Batman Returns. I think I would too. Where I feel like, uh, before this, I'd definitely be like, oh no, you gotta see the original Batman, you gotta see Jack Nicholson, and not taking yeah, anything away from I, that, that's a good movie. It is a good movie, Nicholson's phenomenal in mm-hmm. that. Speaking of Nicholson, you have any any lines, any lines from this movie like um, pique your interest? My favorite one, it's the, the 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 one I just I was like ha at was uh, 
Penguin's Elephant Man reference. I okay. like that. Yeah. I I, uh, I am an animal, or I'm not a human being. I am an animal. And then uh, there's a scene between Bruce Wayne and Max Shrek, and Bruce Wayne's giving his like Boy Scout, like you know, you know, good still means something to me. And then Christopher uh, Walker just goes yawn and then walks away. <laughs> He just says yawn, yawn, and I like to believe that because we're walking in the in the script, it was stage direction, like it was in parentheses yawn at him. And he goes, no, I'm just gonna sit, yawn, and then just walks away. I liked at one point, Catwoman says, "Life's a bitch." Now I'm a now I'm one too. Yeah, and then my favorite, I got two penguin ones. Towards the end of the movie, Penguin says, They wouldn't put me on a pedestal, so I'm putting them on a slab. That's funny. That's and good. dark. Yeah. But the best, there's some interaction between Penguin and I think Shrek. And Penguin pulls out an umbrella. He goes to throw it. And he says, Lawn dart! Oh, no, it is, so there is a seat, so there's, there's a plot, as part of the penguins run, running for mayor, they want to, they want to, um, uh, frame Bruce Wayne, or Batman, uh, and paint him as a villain, and so they, uh, make it seem as if he has kidnapped the Ice Queen. Yeah. And she is standing on the ledge of a building, and Penguin shows up and yells, Lawn Dark! Throws the umbrella. The umbrella does not hit her. Sticks in the ground. Sticks in the like ground. Like a Opens up full of bats. bats. That's what it was. Yeah. I just like, lawn dart. <laughs> I'm impressed that Penguin knows what a lawn dart is. He's been living <laughs> in the sewer for 30 years. I like that. Yeah. Especially because it wasn't really like an impressive throw. It no. was like five feet. Yeah. <laughs> he stuck it right in front of her. Stuck it in the ground. Nailed lawn it. dart. This perfect Dan DeVito, like, yeah. so delivery. This may be controversial. Uh, so we're eventually going to work with the Batman, um, uh, the Batman universe, or cinematic, all, all the movies. Uh, best villain so far, Joker or Penguin? We're gonna, we're gonna fight. We're gonna get one. Man, that's tough. And then we'll compare him to the next guy. And then if that guy beats him or that guy loses, then we'll just keep moving that guy along until we get to uh, Superman, I guess, and Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. By that in Justice League, I think I'm. I think I'm going Nicholson. You're going Nicholson. Yeah. I. Oh man. Base. Are, are we basing it on performance? We're basing it on the character. Um. Because the penguin, in I returns, think you have to take it all just, all together. Yeah, however, however you however you do it. Yeah, I'm still going Nicholson. You going Nicholson? I you also another man's rhubarb. I also am going to go Nicholson, but it's close. I'll tell you, before watching it, I don't think I would have had. I don't. I don't think Danny DeVito's performance gets enough credit for being as good as it was. It is really good. Yeah, like it just watch really it. Like man, this, this, he's he's good. Yeah. If he was six inches taller, Danny DeVito would be one of the finest... He is one of the finest actors of our generation. He would just get the recognition for That's being right. it if he was just a little taller. Yeah. Not so weird looking. I mean, you, you, you're a fan of his work on Always Sunny. I love his work on oh, Sunny. He'd be winning Emmy after Emmy after Emmy if he was six inches taller. I loved him in Twins. Twins was great. Junior. Uh... I just watched something with Danny DeVito, and I was like, "Man, Danny DeVito's—he's good." Oh, I watched—I uh, watched Get Shorty recently. Get Shorty, yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, LA Confidential." I like Danny DeVito. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Romancing the Stone. Yeah, that's uh, another one. War of the Roses. That's, I'm not sure I saw it. Yeah, it's the yeah, marital. Uh, it's it, it brings back together um, Michael Douglas and um, Kathleen Turner. And uh, and Dan DeVito, all three of them together. Uh, they're married. They are going through a very bitter divorce, mm. and I think they're on house arrest or something. That can't. That right. is ringing a bell. But and Dan DeVito is their mediator uh, or mediator, something. Yeah. yeah, it's ringing a bell. That was good. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Great performances. I my cousin Vinny. Oh wait, wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong short, short person. Wrong short bald guy. Uh, oh, here's something I, I took from this. Um, in real life, this is me just speaking about things that exist in the world. I have no sense of scale for how big a penguin is. Like you, like Mark, on your body, where would a penguin? There's lots of size penguins, man. See, I don't know that. There's can, big ones. Can a penguin ones? come up to my sternum? Is that too big? Your sternum? Yeah. I'm like, let's just say. Yeah, man. I think uh, round up six feet tall. I think emperor penguins are like. See, four I four and a half, five feet tall. I was like, penguins oh, come up to my shin. I was like, are there giant? There are giant penguins. In this. There are some giant penguins. I don't think they're like the end of the movie. You see real big penguins. No, those are definitely people. In those suits. they don't get that big. Okay, but I think I think you could say four and a half feet. You could probably have four and a half foot tall penguin. That's a big penguin. Emperor penguin. Yeah, I mean okay. we could look that up, but we'll we'll just you know. Right, that's, that's, uh, I mean we looked at blue whales one day. Okay, Google. <laughs> Well, I can't laugh. How no. big is an emperor penguin? It picked up. I can't emperor laugh. Penguin males typically have a weight of fifty-one pounds. Females typically have a weight of fifty-one pounds. Don't give a shit, Google. Okay, Google. How tall are emperor penguins? Emperor penguin typically has a height of three point six to four point three feet. So, in case anybody missed that, four point three feet. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's chest size on you. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'd definitely come up to standing yeah. up. If I was standing up, like, yeah, come up to my belly. And, yeah. yeah, top crown of its head, right, right about my sternum. That's a big fucking bird. Yeah, that's huge. It's a big bird. I because I would have just said I don't know penguins. They probably come up to my shin. I was like, wait a minute, do penguins come up to my waist? I do. But think now I know that they come up to my in, sternum. In this movie, it was really cool the stuff they did with actual penguins. Yeah. And I did like the scene, just the scenes where you see them swimming in the background. They obviously like filmed at a zoo or something. Yeah. I thought that was very cool. I also like how they answered. Uh, not that I was, not that I, you know, as much as we were worried about uh, wondering about Catwoman's origin, how did she get this affinity for cats? Uh, you know, they go either way. Yeah. Penguin went into a sewer, raised by penguins. Yep. Somehow ended up at the zoo, where apparently the Gotham Zoo has thousands of penguins. It's yeah. their biggest attraction. And I gotta be honest, man. Yeah. Penguins with explosives? Oh. That's cool. Yeah. It is, it's It's adorable and deadly. And, yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and then when the movie ended, the only other last thing I wrote down was, um, oh, I, I wrote a uh, feminist movie because the last line is uh, Bruce Wade pondering, it's Christmas time, and Alfred goes, oh, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Master Master Bruce. And he goes, Goodwill towards men. Pauses and goes, and women. And I was like, was that what this movie was about? He was fighting the good fight for women's equality. And then I thought about it. Well, I mean, you know, uh, women were not treated well in this movie. And, you know, the Penguin was like this weird sex predator. <laughs> Maybe Tim Burton was like trying to make like a political statement. That could be. I was like subtle. Just the pause. Subtle Timmy Burton, nice work. Yeah. Goodwill towards men. And women. It's like nice. Awesome Bruce Wayne, 1992 you were stuff figuring that <laughs> You know what? Let me tack on But the- like we said, we don't really know when this took place. That's true. This could be like nineteen twenty. <laughs> Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. You know, and what? they all have the old timey hats. They do. The cars don't look that old, but no. yeah, I don't know, man. Um, they're watching television, watching TV. But you know, I mean, this is a different universe. This, yeah, yeah. Gotham's not a real city in America that I know about. Sometimes they call New York City Gotham, and I've never understood that. I don't like that they just take that. They just stole it from the comic. They just straight up stole it from That's the comic cool. books. Like, oh, hey, we're New York. We get everything. New York, there's a whole country that doesn't give a shit about you. Same way we don't care about <laughs> Los Angeles and Elon Musk and his projects. Middle America, that's what it's about. And that's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Politics we... of hating cities. Yes. Yeah, can we just start calling Spokane Gotham? Say, I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, Gotham. I'm doing it. I'm, hey, next time someone's like, oh, and where are you from? Gotham City. 
<laughs> what? New York? Spokane, bro. <laughs> you know, Gotham. That's what they call it. Yeah. Oh, you must not be from Gotham. <laughs> Otherwise, you would know that everybody calls it Gotham City. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh. Yeah. Uh, John Stockton's from there? You mean the Batman? Yeah. He's from <laughs> Gotham City. We call him the Batman. Sherman Alexi is the Joker, obviously. <laughs> I'm out of Spokane celebrity, so let's Bing Crosby is... Oh, Bing Crosby, he's the Riddler. <laughs> yeah. That's all we got. Yeah, yeah. We're out of Spokane celebrities and show. And Adam Morrison? Call him the Catwoman. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Batman Returns, thumbs up. Uh... As I was going through it, a movie I need to check out as I'm going through this bat, uh, Tim Burton uh, crazy world, uh, I'd like to see Beetlejuice again. I can't think of the last time I saw Beetlejuice, but as a kid, I loved Beetlejuice. Had it on VHS. I'm not sure I've ever seen that beginning to end. Oh, yeah. I, I We had it on VHS, and I felt like that was on it. I just like, watched all the time. It was Beetlejuice. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that beginning to end. Probably not for children. I remember either. watching the cartoon a lot. Yeah, Beetlejuice cartoon. Um, are you watching anything? Um, what, what did I, what uh, you watching? Oh, we burned through The Keepers on mm. Netflix. Burned through that. Was that true, that's true crime, right? True crime documentary series. Really, uh, really good. Um, yeah, just, uh, keeping going with the Frasier. I've been watching Archer. How far are we in Frasier now? Uh, not much farther than the last okay. week. Still season five. Season five-ish, okay. Been watching Archer. Archer. Okay. Um, on, um... Season five, which is Archer Vice, oh, which has been my favorite season so far. Yeah, that show's great. Yeah. Uh, see, I so I did I did fill. I saw Split. Um, when we cover our M Night Sh- when when we do N N M Night Shyamalan movie, I guess Unbreakable too. We'll, we'll go into his work. <laughs> we'll cover his stuff. Um, saw Get Out. I think that that was a big thumbs up for me. Mm. Um, and I can't wait for the sequel. I always wanted to see that one. Yeah, I saw that one. And um, yeah, it's kind of got. Doesn't it have like a cabin in the woods kind of vibe? Comedic horror. Yeah, uh, you know it's listed as a comedic horror. Uh, it's not funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, like where cabin in the woods, I, I think is uh, cabin in the woods is like satirical almost of like the idea of cabin in the wood mm-hmm. like uh, you know they're the teenagers who go and there's the stereotypes and everything it's very satirical and funny that way this, this is I, I'd call it, and it's not this I would it, it was listed as a comedy horror I don't think it is comedy there are some parts that are funny um, and I wouldn't call it a horror either um, just a good movie it's a thriller I, I'd call it more of a thriller cool Yeah. I, and then I was trying to figure out like, well what's the difference between a horror and a thriller I, I don't know I don't know either yeah but I feel like they're like watching them. I feel like I mean, thrillers keep you on the edge of the seat, and excited. A horror like yeah, jump out scares. Yeah, like I feel. Jason movies or horror movies. Right. I don't, Seven is a thriller. I would say that's a thriller. What's the difference? Both have a serial killer that's killing people, but I guess it's just how they go about doing it. Yeah, just the tone. Just tone. Yeah. So tone, yeah. I, I would call Get Out a thriller. It was funny. I uh, watched it with my wife. Uh, and uh, I want her. Sometimes movies come out that are good, that I hear are good. They have good ratings, and people are raving about them. And I think it's important for people to see them. Mainly my wife, because I want to be able to talk about something one of these days. And so I'm like, hey, let's watch Get Out. And I always have to twist her arm to watch really good movies. And then the movie ends. She goes, that was really good. Like, Why'd you fight me on it for an hour before we turned it on? So I'm like, hey, let's watch Get Out. She goes, what's that one? I was like, ah, it's the Jordan Peele movie. She likes Kim Peele, the sketches. She was like, oh, yeah, no, I think I want to see that one. So we watch it. About 20 minutes in, she goes, this isn't a comedy. <laughs> I was like, I never said it was a comedy. I just said it was a Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, yeah. You assumed it was going to be funny. Never assumed. That's on you. But uh, she, she, ended up, she ended up liking it, so... Uh, Again, I'm sure the next time a movie comes out, I'm like, hey, we should watch this. I don't know. I, to, I need to check it out. Out. There's a, there's a new movie where old people try to do a heist. Let's watch that one. 
Bucket List 2. Right? There's a movie coming out. Bucket like, List 2, The Heist. The, it's got Morgan Freeman and uh, Michael, Caine. Michael Caine. I'm like, is this Bucket List 2? And Alan Arkin. And Alan Arkin. What the hell is that movie? Bucket List 2, The Heist. Oh, is that what... It's not a bucket list, though, is it? No, okay. no. Who's this for? Who goes... Other than being my wife, which she dragged me to see Las Vegas, who are they making these, like, hey, old people can still do stuff movies? I don't know last time my grandmother went to a movie. I don't know. I don't know who this audience is. I don't know is. who they make those for. Who, who, who was like, hey, Space Cowboys, that's going to be a good movie. <laughs> they're astronauts, but they're really old. Grudge Match. People love boxing movies. Let's make him old boxers. <laughs> People will love it. Knock it off, uh, Hollywood. Stop making old movies. What? What? Once you're old, we we send you off to like the desert to you know die. Oh. I did see a good trailer. I forget what it's called, but uh, speaking of heist movies, there is a Channing Tatum. Adam Driver, uh, Daniel Craig movie where they're like Southerners who are planning to rob a NASCAR event, and that looks good. Hmm. I'm, I'll report back come August when uh, I, I go see that because I saw the trailer. I was like, "Yeah, I'll go see that. I'll do a good heist movie and uh, robbing a NASCAR event. That, that's a good twist on it." Yeah, that hasn't been done before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's what we'll, that's what we're watching. Check them out. Check out Batman Returns. We both liked it. Yeah. If you have opinions on Batman Returns, you want to share. And if you want to debate Devito versus Nicholson, I'll I'll take you on. I'll spar. Uh, you can email us at dbtgpodcast@gmail.com or on Twitter, dbtgpodcast, Facebook, same place. Get all the updates of when new episodes, and you get uh, a preview or a. Uh, I don't know what to call it. You, you get to find out what the next episode is going to be about, so you can join the conversation. Next week we're going to do uh, we're going to dip it, we're going to dip into horror or a thriller. We'll discuss more. We're doing Scream Two, Four. We're skipping <laughs> two. Yeah, no. Mike and I discussed this. Neither one of us has seen Scream Four. There's no rules when it comes to DVTG, other than it has to be a sequel or remake. Yep. We're going right to four. We're going right to four. There will be discussions of Scream 2, I'm sure, but the the meat and potatoes of next week, Scream 4. Going we're to four. It. Yeah. Nev Campbell, David Arquette, maybe Wes Craven was back. I don't know. We're, I'll find out. I'm excited to know. Yeah, we'll let you know. So uh, if you want to join the conversation, you can uh, watch Scream 4. Hit us up on the Twitter or the Facebook. Um, yeah. Google, all those places. Rate, review, share, you know, do what it is you, you do with the episode after you're done listening to it. Uh, so that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with uh, Scream 4. But until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guide to sequel remix. Penguins are cool. I need you, Oswald. I need you now. Oh, that's the biggest parasol I've ever seen. Some 